0: I'm Dan Friedell.
1: This is POA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. U.S. officials told the Associated Press on Saturday Israel has basically signed onto a Gaza ceasefire deal and the onus is now on Hamas to agree to the terms. The two sides have reportedly been negotiating through mediators in Cairo, and are scheduled to resume Sunday. VOA's Jeff Custer reports on what a ceasefire agreement could look like. Speaking at the White House Friday, U.S. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said the deal currently on the table would trigger a six-week ceasefire that could include the release of most, if not all, Israeli hostages. With the fighting stopped, aid will be able to flow more freely, uh, and we hope at an increased level. And of course, the hostages, starting with women, the elderly and the wounded, can be released in stages and returned to their families.
0: Jeff Custer, BOA News.
1: AP correspondent Mimi Montgomery reports on a deadly Russian drone strike into Ukraine.
2: U.S. officials say more than 38,000 meals were airdropped over southwestern Gaza in a combined effort with Jordan, reaching the northern part of the Strip later in the day. The move comes a day after over 100 Palestinians were killed while scrambling for flour near Gaza City, a violent scene that underlined the growing humanitarian catastrophe after months of Israeli siege. Israel blamed most of the deaths on swarming crowds and sent troops only later fired on people, quote, in a limited response after feeling they posed a threat. The White House said on Friday that the airdrops would be a sustained effort and that Israel supported the measure, despite being resistant to calls to allow more aid into the Strip. Facing pressure at home and abroad, the Biden administration is also considering shipping aid by sea from Cyprus, according to a U.S. official.
1: That is Reuters' Emma Jelly reporting. You'll find more at voanews.com. Again, voanews.com. This is VOA News. And again, AP correspondent Mimi Montgomery reporting on a deadly Russian drone strike that occurred in Ukraine.
2: A Russian strike on the Ukrainian city of Odessa kills at least seven. Ukraine's state emergency service says seven people are dead after parts of a Russian drone hit an apartment block in the southern port city of Odessa. It reports another eight people are injured. The Ukrainian armed forces say air defenses shot down almost 15 Russian drones across various parts of the country. And in Russia, a drone crashed into an apartment building in St. Petersburg, according to state news agency Ria Novosti. They report six people received medical attention after the explosion, which rocked the building. I'm Mimi
1: Germany is investigating after recording of its officers discussing aid to Ukraine as leaked to
0: Russia. VOA's Alexis Stroke tells us more. German authorities say they are investigating after an audio recording was published in Russia in which German military officers purportedly discussed support for Ukraine, including the potential use of Taurus long-range cruise missiles. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz called it a, quote, very serious matter. Scholz earlier said he remains reluctant to send Taurus missiles to Ukraine, pointing to a risk of Germany becoming directly involved in the war. But in the purported recording, German officers discussed the possibility of the missiles being used in Ukraine. news agency DPA reported that the Ministry of Defense said it was investigating whether communications within the Air Force were intercepted by Russia. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA
1: News. U.S. congressional leaders continue to warn the shortages of ammunition and supplies resulting in Ukraine losing ground in the war with Russia. Yet the Republican-controlled House is still showing little hurry to resupply Kyiv with military aid. Across Washington, officials see the drop-off in ammunition shipments with increasing alarm. Defense officials are now considering tapping the Pentagon's ammunition reserves even before Congress has an opportunity to approve the funding to replenish them. House Speaker Mike Johnson appears determined to chart his own course on a foreign aid policy. As Mexico prepares for the largest elections in its history, organized crime is once again preying on local candidates across swaths of the country where cartels dominate, raising concerns among experts that these could be Mexico's bloodiest elections ever. While federal authorities offer security details to national candidates, thousands of candidates for local offices, the ones that drug cartels really want to control, are completely exposed and acutely aware of the optics of running from within a security bubble two mayoral hopefuls in the one town were killed by gunmen within hours of each other on Monday. I'm Tommy McNeil, VOA News.